Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Smiley Faces That Only Podcast. So today um, our topic will be um, struggles with body image as well as, um, you know, perceptions of uh, ideal body image in Chinese culture. And today's guest will be one of my closest friends, Amanda. <laughs> so Hi, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, so my name is Amanda, as Daisy said. <laughs> I'm, I'm not from um, Richmond Hill, like Stacey. I'm actually from mm-hmm. Vancouver, BC, so all the way on the other side of the country. Yes. Um, but Stacey and I go to university together, so mm-hmm. she has become one of my closest friends, and mm-hmm. I'm very... I am very grateful to have met her. Oh, I'm very grateful to have met you. Well, I think that sums up our relationship pretty well. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can talk a little bit about how we met um, and what is our first memory of each other. So do you want to go first? I, I barely remember how we met. I don't, I don't really remember. I, I think, remember yeah. that, like... Um, it was like the welcome week of first year and then mm-hmm. our mutual friend Megan I was hanging out with Megan and she asked me oh do you want to go meet some friends and I said yeah sure of course mm-hmm. you need to meet new new people during the first week right and yeah. then I met Stacy there mm-hmm. and we just I don't know we just started talking and hanging out yeah like it was definitely because we both knew Megan and then we yeah. just like met with like a group of friends. I just remember thinking that Amanda was super cool because she was talking about like her experiences and stuff. I was like, wow, she's very cool. And she basically came to the yeah, other right. side of the country to go to school. I was like, damn. And then I asked her why she came this far. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and then after that like I don't know like we just we had a lot of classes together and then like we started hanging out a lot but I don't exactly remember like specifically when or like how we got really yeah. close I think it's just a combination of like the fact that we were in the same program mm-hmm. and also um, the university we go to, Guelph, doesn't have a lot of Asian, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Asian students compared mm-hmm. to like Toronto or Ryerson or something. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, we bonded over that probably. Mm-hmm. And definitely our love for food, like guys, like we're crazy. Like we love food so much. We could talk all day, like You're just honest. about food. <laughs> Literally. Every time we hang out, it's mm-hmm. mostly it's mostly centered around what we're gonna yep. eat. Yeah, like when we say hang out, we mean go out to eat, and we plan our day around where we want to go eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. So, um, how about how would we describe each other? Let's start with that, just as like a little icebreaker. Like, in a sentence, or do you want, like, adjectives? Um, I don't know. It's up to you. Whatever you want. Okay, the first word that... The first two words that come to my mind, if I were to describe Stacy to anyone, would be 
warm because she has a very warm like personality and she has a very warm smile I I think that was one of the first things I noticed about her I was like this girl has such like a nice wide smile like it's so welcoming um especially like live like moving across the country to a place where like Mm -hmm. I have no friends and Mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone it was like I don't know I felt like I knew you before I met you I was like I I, I have this intuitive feeling that we're gonna be good friends and we are so yeah and then the second word um would be positive which kind of goes hand in hand with the warmness but yeah well thank you (laughs) okay well my turn then so I would say okay since you did two words then I'll do two words so crazy (laughs) besides that i think we're both pretty crazy when we're together like like we're laughing non-stop like non-stop and we're super loud (laughs) okay we're kind of holding ourselves back from laughing yeah exactly um i would say one word i think amanda is very very inspiring like i don't know yeah like when i met her i was like wow this girl is like She's, like, very, very interesting. And just, like, her insights on life and, like, her thoughts are, like, so cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I just never met anyone like her. And then I was, like, wow, she's pretty. She's really cool, actually. Yeah, thank you. And then another one I would say is she's, like, super hardworking. Like, Okay, guys, this girl is crazy. Like, she I works and she goes to school and, you know, she works out every single day. Like, guys, yeah, like, she's like, I don't know. She's just like, I just think she's so cool for being able to do all of that, manage all that. Like, she always gets everything done. And then she's always like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. But then she still she still goes to work out. Oh, she still finishes her work. She still goes to work. And then she's like, oh, I just picked up an extra shift. I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to torture myself. I don't really know what's wrong with me. But yeah, no. Like Thank Amanda you. Said, well, of course. Like Amanda said, too. I actually did feel that, too. Like, when we met, when we started talking, I was like, definitely felt like I knew her before. Like, yeah. it was actually, like, it's actually weird. But, like... It was a creepy say, feeling, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, we're very close friends now, so it just worked we out have a like lot that. Of, like, we have a lot of similarities. I was like, this can't mm-hmm. be, like, coincidence. Yeah. For example, like, your dad's birthday is one day after my oh, dad's yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah. When we first talked about that, we were like, wait a second, what did you just say? Yeah, I was like, wait, it's your dad's birthday this weekend, but it's my dad's birthday this weekend. Mm -hmm. Like, are we meant to be, or, like, what? Like, clearly, we were meant to be friends. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) I think that sums it up pretty well, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then, let's move on. Yeah? We can just add um, Mm -hmm. what we are roommates before COVID. Yeah. Living with Stacy was so much fun. I I've never had more fun in my like, life. Yeah, than just I'm, like coming like, home and then hanging mm-hmm. out. Yeah, like it's such a good feeling. Like 
Wow, like that was probably like the best. I can't believe I can't. I can't even say that it was a year, which is like so depressing. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? But it was honestly the best time of my life. Like, it's just so different. Like when you're living with people you really like and love as friends, like mm-hmm. it's just so nice and so fun. Like, you know, like what else yeah. can you ask for? Right. Yeah, but we haven't seen each other in over a year now. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's kind of it's yeah. really disheartening. Yeah, honestly. and it's just sad because I was like, oh, I have to spend as much time with Amanda as I can for these four years because she lives in Vancouver. So when she yeah. graduates, she won't be here. And like, not that we won't visit each other, but it's just it's different it's it's definitely not yeah exactly right but yeah anyways so let's move on then and like we have talked about this before and like because we both came from you know chinese families so as an athlete like what are your thoughts on chinese culture like in relation to body image yeah so uh i don't think i talked about this but Mm -hmm. i'm I'm a kickboxer, so mm-hmm. I'm currently not training for any competitions right now or tournaments, mm-hmm. but um, I've been kickboxing since I was eight years old, and it's become a larger, like, it affected more of my life than I thought it would, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I initially just joined because I wanted a hobby, and I, th- I thought, oh, this looks kind of cool, because... At the time, my brother was in kickboxing before me, and I was actually at the ballet studio next yeah. to his kickboxing studio, and mm-hmm. I would come over after ballet and watch him, and I think, oh, this looks way more fun than ballet, so I started <laughs> doing kickboxing, and still now at 20 years old, I'm still doing it, and it's even though like my perspective on training has, mm-hmm. I think, changed a lot in the past couple of years, it's still very important to me and so the mindset of of training is like always going to be with me Mm -hmm. so in terms of being raised in like a Chinese Asian family my mom is Taiwanese and my Mm -hmm. dad's a CBC Canadian born Mm -hmm. Chinese um I definitely have had (laughs) struggles and conflict with my mom Mm -hmm. in terms of like being a female athlete and not even just that an Asian female athlete mm-hmm. especially in a sport like kickboxing where yeah. you're <laughs> you're literally throwing hands with yeah. other people it's definitely very unconventional yeah that's for sure what did you think of when you when, told when me you, yeah when that you were I did kickboxing I thought you were so cool that played <laughs> a big part too I was like whoa like, I had no idea, of course, when I first met you, right? But mm-hmm. then, like, when you told me that you did, you, like, first, I think I found out that you worked out every day. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, she's very consistent. Like, wow, she has really good, like, uh, what is it called? Like, self-regulation, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then she was like, oh, like, I actually, like, I've done kickboxing since, like, I was very, very young. I was like, whoa. I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool because I actually, I've never even, to be honest, before I met Amanda, I didn't even know kickboxing was a thing. I was like, wait, so is that really? like boxing, but like with kicking? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've never heard well, of it. Now you know. Yes, you learn something every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I just thought it was like amazing and very, very cool that she did that. Um, but yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's very like unconventional, not even just for like an Asian girl, just like women in general. Yeah, like, exactly. Most girls don't really want to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's my sport. It's, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's all that matters. Okay, so how about like um, your thoughts on how, or maybe how it affects your. Mm, your views on body image or like from your family background like yeah Mm. um well start off do you want to talk about like what your idea of like the the perfect Um, asian body yeah sure like because maybe we don't have the same mm -hmm. i think we do but Mm -hmm. yeah so like i would say in my family what i've always been taught or like I feel like it's never been, like, sometimes it's direct, but sometimes I feel like it's indirect. It's, like, the ideal, like, female body image, I would say, is, like, to be, like, skinny, but, like, not too skinny, and then, like, not big, and then, like, not too muscular, but, like... Oh, really? Okay, then ours differ a little bit. Oh, really? So what is yours, then? Mine... When you when you said skinny, I was like, yeah, basically because, like the, mm-hmm. I think the. The projected image in Asia is like yeah. stick. Like you want like yeah, yeah. Nice, like mm-hmm. a thigh gap. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. you want to be pale. You want yeah, to be yeah, that's just like man. yeah, like very straight, slender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and growing up, I think my mom has always like, not that I was big is just like I was I had some muscle growing mm-hmm. up slowly over the years she has a lot of muscle training She's very strong guys now now I have more muscle compared to high school but even in high school I don't think I had that much muscle but because I was bigger than probably my mom was at her age so mm-hmm. she through no fault of her own she made comments just like oh I you're a lot bigger than I was um like observations but they came across as like oh you're like you're too big yeah that's pretty much how it came across yeah definitely I was good for your own body yeah I would say like similarly like my mom is like I would say she's pretty I would say she's like considered like pretty for her age like she's always been like on the smaller side in general and like so has my sister so like I don't know it's just like growing up like I was always like the biggest one you know what I'm saying I mean besides my dad of course but like you know like as (laughs) as females right like Mm -hmm. so I was always like on the bigger side and then like my mom would just like yeah, like, I don't blame my mom, and I love my mom. I think it's just, like, how, like, when they were raised, that's what they were taught, and that's what they were told, right? And yeah. so, like, it would be, like, sometimes, 
No, just like when you're eating or something. It's so contradictory, like contradictory too. Like sometimes you're eating and then they're like, "Oh, don't eat so much of that. It's very fattening." Are you sure you want to eat it? And then I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna eat it." Yeah. And then like after like this sometimes... is why people have disordered eating. Mm-hmm. Like you don't like food is such a sensitive topic, Definitely. especially especially in Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it should just be more of, like, an enjoyment. Like, there's so many, like, good foods, you know, around the world. It's such a complex, it's such a complex topic. Yeah. Because I feel like in Asian culture, we have so much, so many good foods to offer. And they're, like, every time, I don't know, you go to a family event, they have so many different types of food. And if you don't eat, they, they ask, oh, why aren't you eating? But then if you do eat, you're like, oh, don't, oh, don't eat too much. Yeah. You know? It's exactly. so ironic. I know. It's just, like, they tell you one thing, but at the same time, they tell you the other. And it's, like, sometimes, mm-hmm. like, when you're eating, like, let's say I'm eating a meal, and then I'm, like, oh, I'm full. But then I'm always, like, no, nah, you can eat more. Eat more. Oh, like, what? You just told me not to eat it. And then they'll give you a look later, like, I can't believe you ate all that. At mm-hmm. least my mom mm-hmm. gave me that look. Do you want to yeah. talk um, about any, like, body image struggles, like, you had in the past? Like, yeah, like sure. specifically, like, your personal uh, journey throughout yeah, the sure. year? Well, basically, because I feel like I struggled more with, like, feeling fat, basically, to put it bluntly. Like, I always felt like I was too big. And, like, this was, like, mostly throughout high school. So, um, I would say it started during, like, you know, like, grade 8, grade 9, that kind of time where, like, you're kind of going through puberty and you're, like, growing a lot, right? Yeah. And then, like, at the time, I don't know, like, I just always thought I was fat, like, now that I think back to it. It's kind of weird because I'm looking back at pictures and it's, like, I was definitely not big. Like, I would say I was, like, average you know mm-hmm. but it's like at the time I always thought that I was very very big and then um you know I would say I would have my I had my fair share of uh, dieting in high school and then like sometimes like I was so I never I was never like a very athletic person like Amanda like I would say I'm average the most I did was um just like swimming or like being a swim instructor and then lifeguard but um, I think you stayed from what you tell me though you stayed mm-hmm. pretty active like you weren't a couch potato yeah I would say I'm like okay like in high school I played like basketball for like a year but like that's pretty much it you know but a little bit is better than nothing yeah yes for sure um but yeah like when did you mm -hmm. when did you start um like dieting because you mentioned that it was just like I can't remember exactly, but I feel like it was probably around, like, grade 9, grade 10. And, like... Was it, like, extreme? I wouldn't say it was extreme, but, like, I definitely, like, ate much less. And, like, I just, like, I basically, like, cut out carbs for, like... Oh. uh, Like, a few weeks or so, and then, like, I slowly started adding it back. But because, Mm -hmm. like, I never had the intention to, like, keep my diet like that afterwards, right? So it's, like, 
well like as nutrition students like we've learned this basically like my weight set point just kept getting Mm -hmm. higher and higher so pretty much after each diet like I would gain actually more weight like I would end up being heavier than I originally was oh it's like a yo-yo yeah exactly so like it's just sometimes I just like think where I'm like wow if I didn't do that I wouldn't be as heavy as I am now but now that I think of it like now when I think about weight like to me it's really just a number like I don't really care about it anymore like it doesn't really bother me but yeah in terms of that like I feel like it definitely just like I just wasn't in a good mindset I feel like you know it was like at the time but yeah how about you then I was gonna say something before you move on, guys. This is really hard recording a podcast like (laughs) in two different places because I'm trying to like read Stacy's body language. It's kind of hard, even though we're yeah right now. Um, It's okay. Like we've talked about this before, but Mm -hmm. um, like I don't think you described it as much as you did just now. Mm So, I think a lot of what you do. You think? Are you glad you ha- you went through what you did, even though like yeah, it was hard, but maybe you learned something mm. from it. Wow, that's a really good question. Wow, man, just should be the, <laughs> should you. be the host of the podcast. Jeez, <laughs> I feel like I'm being interviewed. Wow. Okay. Um. I mean. I'm I'm a firm believer in like everything happens for a reason. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, me maybe too. you would go back and you would you would say you people always say oh I would do this over and over, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes like yeah, no, I definitely yeah, agree. You realize you made a mistake. Yeah, but. like I'm a strong believer of that too. That like everything happens for a reason. So I think it definitely, as bad as it sounds, like I feel like I would have struggled with it either way. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very, like, it's sad to say, but I feel like it's a very common problem nowadays. And yeah. I feel like I would have went through it one way or another because, like, you know, like, another thing, too, is, like, I was super insecure about my acne because my acne was super bad. So it's just, like, everything together was, like, just mm-hmm. not good because it was, like, it came all together kind of at the same time. But, like, from that, I think... It just really helped me to, like, learn to really, like, I don't know, as cliche as it sounds, to, like, accept my body and, like, just for the way it is and basically love it as it is and, like, appreciate it Mm -hmm. because it's, like, I never, I've never, like, given much thought to my body besides how it looks before. It was more about, like, oh, do I look like this or do I look like that? But now it's, like, I think I'm more, I think about it, my body as, like, um, something I'm very appreciative that I have. That's, like, I have everything functioning the way it functions and it does what it's supposed to do for me to, like, basically live and survive, right? And so, yeah, I think it's... I'm really glad that... Yeah. (laughs) good now mm-hmm. yeah of course like puberty is definitely, definitely a very touchy yeah sensitive time yeah for sure for everyone no matter what like even if you 
like if you're thin you you're gonna have a hard time like yeah hormones are all over exactly place, right? so, exactly it's kind of inevitable mm-hmm. yeah so how about you then you should share i feel like i've talked a lot already um how about your honestly, journey mm-hmm. i feel like in terms of eating and body image i actually despite despite a lot of the time when my mom I don't think my mom would comment on my like eating or body mm-hmm. until I was like probably like grade 12 mm-hmm. and after so most of my life I've actually been pretty like I'm pretty naturally I'm pretty like thin I like to think mm-hmm. because my brother and my dad yeah, are both you are. very they 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 have a really hard time gaining weight yeah but I guess thanks to kickboxing I have more of an athletic body type now Mm -hmm. so I'm not skinny um she's very fit very fit (laughs) I've always trained for performance so basically Mm -hmm. I ate pretty I didn't have any history of like disordered Mm -hmm, eating or mm -hmm. restrictive eating Mm -hmm. until I would say university Mm -hmm. so I was I was fine all the way up to university and then once I got to university Mm -hmm. uh, basically someone introduced me to calorie tracking which (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. doing completely fine until that person brought that to me and like it wasn't their fault or anything Mm -hmm. but it was just like definitely that was the trigger I know it was now looking back and so basically they showed me, oh, you can get this app and you can kind of estimate like, oh, how much you're eating. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that. I don't exactly know why. I think I was just interested in it. Mm-hmm. And I was training a lot in first year. I I joined the kickboxing gym over near the university. And so I would train in like the weight room in the morning or and do my conditioning for like an hour there. And then after classes in the evening, after dinner, I would go to the kickboxing gym. See, this is usually this, three times a week. This three is or four. why I thought she was so cool, guys. And I trained for three, usually three hours. So, uh-huh. did you guys I, I'm not just hear do that? the math? But that's, but yeah, that's not. I wouldn't say like that's. I think that's very typical amount of training for like a university athlete, like fifteen mm-hmm. hours more a week but because I started calorie tracking I was I wouldn't say I was I had an eating disorder but I definitely did not eat enough yeah for sure like Um, I remember like definitely guys like I just remember like because you were working out so much I was always telling her that like yo like you should eat something now like you're hungry why aren't you eating and she was like (laughs) no like no like I don't I don't need to eat I was like you just said you're hungry and like clearly you have like no energy and you're very tired right I'm like I honestly don't know how to how I made it through all those (laughs) hours of training because I I, it's not like I was half-assed my training can I swear on your podcast (laughs) I was like half giving half my effort or anything when I train I Mm -hmm. give everything I've Mm -hmm. got so I was so tired all the time. Mm-hmm. I was c- very cold. Mm-hmm. I wasn't eating like 
you know how some people say, oh, like I ate under a thousand calories a day. Okay, nothing that extreme because I was training like sometimes four hours mm-hmm. a day, but I would be eating like probably 1,400 to 1,600, which is still really low considering uh, yeah. how much exercise I was doing. Yeah. And then so I was struggling with that for the first and second year mm-hmm. of university. Now we're in our third year. Mm-hmm. And I got a coach because now I'm back home. I got an online coach, and she really helped me out with um, reverse dieting mm-hmm. and increasing my intake back to where it should be. Yeah. And I've learned, hey, I can eat food and not like, gain weight. Yeah, so I'm really glad that yeah. I found her. Like I've definitely seen like that difference too. Like that is me. Like you definitely, it's like yeah. very different. Yeah, like before I would say that. Amanda would be more like, um, no, like, I can't eat this because I've, like, ate enough calories today, right? But, like, now it's, like, even though, like, you're still, like, keeping track, it's not, like, something that's restricting you from, like, you know, eating certain foods or, like, like, not eating certain foods. Like, it's not so much, Mm -hmm. like, restriction, I would say, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I've, like, I still have a long ways to go. Because I'm still tracking my macros and everything. Um, but I'm definitely much in a much better place mm-hmm. than last year. Mm-hmm. And Stacy knows because she lived with me mm-hmm. and she witnessed it. But I also think you actually helped me a lot. Oh, really? Because, because even though I haven't seen you for a long mm-hmm. time, just calling you mm-hmm. and like, like, I don't know our mutual love for food really helps sometimes talk to Stacy about what I ate (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I don't know I think the the way you approach food I think actually really helps I'm glad you're like oh I can have everything in moderation Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I don't think I would have been like better if it weren't for you oh wow well that's an honor to hear I mean I'm glad like definitely I've seen a very big change like I would say your like um way of looking at food now is very like different too as opposed to like before Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm just very glad that you know you're doing well yeah your circle really makes definitely Mm -hmm. in terms of being your like pillars yeah, support. that's for sure um but yeah so I guess like we talked pretty much about our struggles with body image um how about let's talk a little bit more about like how you feel like coming from a Chinese family might affect the way we view your body image or like because of those stereotypes did it affect you too much or anything like that um yeah I guess we could talk a little bit more about that I guess especially in like um I think like the media like in terms of like actresses entertainers actresses um singers performers all those dancers especially in like the k-pop yeah Mm -hmm. like korean industry because the korean korea has a like a really big 
what would you call it like in the music industry yeah yeah very very well known yeah. internationally yeah. and i think a lot of the perceived body types for females actually comes from there because a lot of the girls are like extremely skinny yeah like definitely i would say like most if not all are like underweight like i know they're like i think i've heard that they're expected to like they need to be under a certain like weight and their weight is monitored like very um very closely like mm-hmm. as while they're you know performing and like living their celebrity life right but yeah it's definitely i would say a very big impact to like just media in general i think i feel like it has gotten better now like i there's definitely still a long way to go but i think it has gotten a lot better like at least you know a lot of companies i think are acknowledging that and you know they're let's say like accepting oh you know beauty at every size like that kind of thing like i think it's very very important like i think people should know too that just because like someone is big or small like i feel like that's not reflective of their health you know what i mean like some people are just genetically bigger or genetically smaller like it has nothing to do with for example whether they exercise regularly or like whether they eat very healthy Mm -hmm. like everyone is just built differently i feel like that's another big Mm -hmm. thing that i've learned like it's just like also because i feel like out of all my friend groups i'm always like i actually didn't realize this but i'm always like the biggest one like if not the tallest one like the the biggest one like not like fat but like just bigger build I guess you could say you know like my Mm -hmm. bone structure like genetically I'm just bigger I have a bigger frame Mm -hmm. and it's just like yeah like it's just something that I learned like there's nothing wrong with it like definitely yeah yeah like it's just genetically where everyone's built different like you can't expect to be oh like I, I I was born like this or born like that like everyone is just different and there's no right or wrong thing like that's what you need to know i feel like right yeah i think that brings up like an important topic like what exactly defines health Mm -hmm. because yeah according to medical definitions you could like compare someone else's bmi to the standard scale Mm -hmm. and say oh you are overweight Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that they're unhealthy per yeah. se yeah there there's there's a lot of we we this is a common topic in mm-hmm. our program because we're both yeah. studying nutrition but there's a lot of factors there's so many yeah. factors that could come into play yeah. there could be i don't know some sort of underlying health reason why they're they're not mm-hmm. losing weight even if they're exercising yeah. or i don't know thyroid issues yeah. there's so many reasons yeah not that simple definitely that's like a big thing like it's definitely not that simple like actually I can relate like a few years back like I had a I just had a body checkup and basically like I went with my mom right and then um basically you know they just take your weight your height that kind of thing and they told me that I was overweight and I was like Okay, so I was just, like, sitting there, like, I I didn't really say anything, right? 
but like yeah. basically the doctor was talking to me and then she was like oh like do you exercise regularly like um you know how about let's make a plan and like well, let's say go to the gym like three times a week or like something like that right and it's just like at the mm-hmm. time too I feel like that was like one of my I was not in a good place at that time either. So it's like, I feel like that just added to it. Like, I literally, okay, as embarrassing as it is, like, I feel like it's okay to share. Like, I just feel like, you know, everyone, I just don't want people to feel like they're alone. Like, I feel like it's definitely very common. Like, I literally just, I I straight up, like, I just started crying there. Like, I was feeling so, like, I don't even know what I was feeling. I was just very embarrassed and like I kind of felt like ashamed of myself and at the same time like you know I was insecure like I just hated when people talked about like weight and then like you know the doctor was literally telling me that I was overweight and I was like are you serious like I'm overweight like to me it was kind of like proving to me that like I'm fat right like because that was my mindset at the time and it's just like to me it was even more like unmotivating like after that it was like I didn't it made me want to exercise even less and like eat healthier even less like you know like I feel like it pushed me further away from where I wanted to be in a way if that makes sense but why do you think um you felt because you you used Mm -hmm. embarrassed describe what how you felt why do you think like why exactly what exactly is embarrassing about being over because I, I think there's mm-hmm. a there's a large like this is a very common problem like if if someone like calls yeah. you um yeah. fat like even if you're not it's like why is it exactly that fat is a bad thing yeah. apart from like yeah like there's health problems associated with it but like why do you think you felt Yeah, that's a good question, actually. I think that it's just my definition at the time, overweight means that I'm fat. Like, and that's, that's not what it is, right? Like, that can have, like, mm-hmm. zero association with each other, right? It's just, like, what we yeah. call it a, um, what is it called? Like, a, just a value for us to see if you have specific risk factors, maybe, right? But to me at the time, it was like, you know, I was in high school, like I wasn't really studying nutrition at the time. So it's just, I always thought that I feel like the media always portrays that it's just like fat means overweight or like obese. Like, isn't that the same thing? Like, I feel like that's something very commonly that's thought of as as the same thing, but it really isn't. But obviously, like clearly at the time, that's what I thought, right? And I mean, at the time. That's, I'm sorry well, you no, had to go through fine. that. Like, I'm okay now. If we had been friends, you wouldn't have yes. gone through that alone. For sure. But yeah, like, it's okay. I think that, mm-hmm. like, in my opinion, I think, like, the fear of being yeah. overweight or obese, anything along those lines, I think it comes from, like, um, the fear that because there, I think there's an association. Sorry, I'm, my thoughts are mm-hmm. all jumbled. It's okay. Um, my there's an association with being overweight and 
lack of self-control mm-hmm. i think that's why people are embarrassed to be like that's why like people are embarrassed to be admit like yes i'm overweight because it's like oh like why can't you control like your eating yeah. why can't you just yeah. work out like i think it's very easy for people who aren't overweight to assume oh like they're just like yeah mm-hmm. when obviously that's not the case and we've learned in mm-hmm. school and um in our program that bmi is not yeah. an indication of you know, definitely health because bmi did not take into account mm-hmm. so many factors right like muscle mass um so yeah i think I, I don't know i just yeah i don't think i've thought about it as much as when i started learning mm-hmm. about nutrition properly like like it's so yeah, complex really the idea is. of weight mm-hmm. and food yeah like it's just that like standard i feel like is clearly like i mean it's related to the standard of so-called being pretty and beautiful right like you have to look this way you have to be fit like you know like you can be fit and not look like a celebrity model right like everyone has different body types like i just think that's so important to understand and yeah like what you said i feel like that's so true like maybe that's what it was too like lack of self-control and like feeling that people might think oh i'm lazy it's just a label you know what i mean like it's the label of Mm -hmm. being called yeah it's like the label of being called overweight makes it feel like oh my god like literally it's just like a shock like you don't want anyone to know that you're overweight like that's how I felt like I don't want to tell anyone that like why would I want to tell anyone that I'm overweight right it's just like basically to me at the time it was like saying that oh I'm fat like why would I want to say that right about myself do do you feel like like the doctor Mm -hmm. telling you that in that moment do you feel like it defined you almost like in that moment you're like I like that's all I am like like you can't think yeah I guess so like it's just because at the time like you know we're growing puberty and like hormones and it's just like I also struggled a lot with acne and it's like at the time I was also going to the doctor for like like medication for my acne so it's like I already had that problem on my mind and then she goes to tell me that I'm overweight which is not her fault like it's not her fault of course like that she's a doctor like that's what she's supposed to do right but it's just at the time it felt like whoa like it's like it's too much at once like I could rarely handle like you know the acne part and then suddenly I'm being told that I'm overweight and I'm like what do you mean like yeah yeah, exactly Mm -hmm. don't you find it though ironic that like in the past obviously trends like ideal body type trends have changed like every decade pretty much it's like recently oh now people want more hourglass shape and then like 10 years ago though that like it was like you want to be stick pretty much so it's just like constantly changing you can't keep up with just do what you want to exactly. do whatever you want to look like make sure you're doing it 
for the right yes reasons. that's what because i always at say at the end of the day no one's gonna no one's gonna like if you sorry this is not gruesome but if you mm-hmm. die no one's gonna be like oh my god she had the most perfect yeah. body like that's not exactly. no one's going to say that so really it's not worth torturing mm-hmm. yourself over and can you imagine like hundreds of years ago like people really liked overweight yeah. women right yeah it is yeah it's true emperors and empresses were like it was ideal yeah because it showed that like exactly yeah yeah it showed that you were like healthy yeah and wealthy and that you could have children basically so yeah yeah, like it's just so interesting how like it just keeps changing back and forth i feel like it's so like Mm -hmm. what (laughs) but yeah i definitely agree like it's like there's so much to talk about but I feel like definitely like you mentioned I always say that too like what you're doing like you just have to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons which is so important like I think for me it took me a long time to exercise because I want to be healthy rather than like exercising because I want to be fit or like Mm -hmm. thinner basically you know and they're like very different things definitely like when I was exercising because I wanted to become thinner it's like when I didn't exercise I felt like so disappointed in myself I guess like it's just a very different feeling and like yeah yeah I get what you mean like you kind of like like at least for me it was like oh I do deserve to have food yeah yeah exactly especially like being an athlete I feel like because I train like Mm -hmm. a lot and so before I would go like months without taking a rest yeah you were insane even if my body was literally broken I would still go to the gym it was honestly a waste of time because I was I wasn't giving my all and it was like I was just like kind of yeah like the energy doing something that like was not worth doing yeah like the amount of times i've told amanda to take a rest day is like and like i'm better now. yeah, I'm better yeah. Now. like like you're much much better now like definitely and i know it's like something you can't really control in a way like right like it's it's very hard to like it's easy to say to other people right like oh just take a rest day but like that's not what goes through their mind right so yeah like they say you're you're your own yeah, biggest exactly. critic right like just treat yourself basically the mm-hmm. summed up is treat yourself like how yeah. you treat your friend because you're always i find i'm always so gracious to my friends i'm like oh why why are you doing this to yourself like why don't you mm-hmm. be kind to yourself so remember you're yeah, someone too exactly. so you need to give yourself that extend to yourself that yeah definitely yeah that sums it up pretty well actually that's good mm-hmm. yeah then how mm-hmm. we kind of like talked about like asian bodies i know what <laughs> yeah somewhere else and then we came back yeah. to it but i mean that's this is what exactly. a podcast is mm-hmm. all right so how about if there was one thing you could tell your younger self like relating to body image or I guess anything you want to 
Um, what would it be? Um, I I think I would tell myself like focus on how you mm. feel, as opposed to how you look, which is very like straightforward advice mm-hmm. I think, but um, and just like remind myself that like your body is literally like a shell mm-hmm. if you think about it. So like, it does not nearly, um, like I don't know, say like, not nearly like describe all that you are. Just like, just like an egg. It's like I don't know why I'm choosing <laughs> egg for this analogy, but like the contents of an egg are so much more than its yeah. shell, right? So you are so much exactly. more than the shell, mm-hmm. which is your body, which is hard to remember, mm-hmm. but it's true. Oh, that was really good. I think <laughs> I think for me, like <laughs> I would just say because I definitely know that like I think it goes for both of us, like we mentioned, like this is something that I feel like not like people can't really help you with. Like definitely surrounding yourself with mm-hmm. like a good group of people and like supportive people definitely help. But in the end, like it's really you yourself who has to crawl out of that hole, really. And so, like, I think I would tell myself that, like, it's, like, just all in your head, like, personally for me. And, like, something that hit me really hard was, like, I just saw this on Instagram or something. But basically, like, nobody really looks at you or cares about how you look by yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be, like, rude or anything, but, like, personally, that hit me. I was, like, wait, that's, like, so true. Like, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, like, why, like, why am I putting so much pressure on how I look when I'm sure that more than half the people I've ever encountered in my life don't care about how I look, right? It's just so, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, it's just very... Yeah, no one, like, even if people, mm-hmm. like, look at you and think something, they're not going to keep, they don't think about exactly. it as much as you think yeah. they will. Like, if you're, if you're afraid to go in the gym because you're like, oh, I, I don't want to be yeah. judged, like, if they're judging you, then, yeah. like, that's on like, them, that has nothing to do with you. And most people in the gym, they're trying mm-hmm. to work on themselves, too. So just the yeah. fact, I think, like, as a person who goes to the gym a lot, just be, if you're just even there like that's yeah. a lot about you and like I think there's there's a mutual respect that like oh you're the here yeah. to work on yourself too and I respect you it doesn't matter who you are like how much experience you have why you're there like if you're there you're there to work on yourself and that that's very commendable. yeah oh that was really good yeah definitely agree with that and it's just like I didn't realize how much I I wanted to say about yeah, this no, topic. Yeah, no, it's been so good. This is, like, another, like, late-night talk we would have, I'd say, when we were roommates, right? Mm-hmm. At 3 a.m. But, yeah, like, also, I think it's important to know, like, you know, because of all these things, like, you should really love and just take care of your body because you only get one. And the main function mm-hmm. of our body is to basically keep us alive, right? And surviving and... Mm-hmm. be able to do the things that we love so I think yeah. 
your body can mm-hmm. do so much. Like, if you don't have any, like, physical, like, yeah. issues, then you're very yeah. blessed, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. you should, like, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. I always say this to people. It's like, it's a privilege to exercise. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go to the gym. Like, literally just go for a bike ride, go yeah. for a walk. Like, to be able to, like, walk is such yeah. a privilege. And we take... Mm-hmm. advantage of it and we don't take it for I agree advantage. like one thing I would say too that I didn't mention is like I think I've learned a lot from Amanda about like she's like such an appreciative person like I've never met somebody who like appreciates <laughs> other people and like things in life as much as her like like I'm being serious like actually and it's like I, I haven't always been like this. <laughs> it's like a That's new okay, thing. though. Like, ever since after high yeah, school. Yeah, so ever <laughs> since I met you. <laughs> Which is very accurate. Then. It was triggered. It was triggered no. by you. No, no, no. Once I found Stacy, I was like, oh, I can, I really love no. Stacey. Oh. Yes. Well, yeah, so like, she's just like, I feel like Amanda to me is always like is a reminder like constant reminder for me to to be more appreciative of like the people around me and like what I have like it's just yeah really you do the same for me (laughs) like I wouldn't say I do that do that for you but wow like definitely I think that's why like we're such close friends like I would have to say if uh, like, how would I describe you? Like, I would say Amanda's like my friend. I know, but like, describe. I would say you're like my friend soulmate. <laughs> like, oh! actually, like, it's just I never met a friend where like we click so well, we laugh so hard together. Like, we literally laugh till we cry like every single day, right? Yeah. Like, and we dread about like yeah. the same things and like. It's just, like, always so good when we're together, you know? I don't know. I just think it's well, amazing. That, that definitely. I miss yeah, you I so much. I miss you so like, much. Definitely the, the... I don't really, to be honest, like living in... Mm-hmm. Stacey knows this. I don't, I don't like yeah, living in Ontario that much because it's a lot mm-hmm. older than I thought initially. when it, Before I moved there, I thought, oh, like, I know it snows in Ontario, as opposed to BC, mm-hmm. where it only snows like once or twice a year, but I was like, "How bad can it be?" And then I got there, and it was <laughs> bad. <laughs> I I definitely underestimated the cold. You get like negative. Yeah, it's always like colder than. You don't want to. Yeah, do always, it always feels colder than like what it says too. So I think that's why as well. Yeah, I don't know how you. Well, how you do I was it. born and raised here, so I didn't really have a choice. Twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think Stacy has taught me like. Stacy has helped me, be more. I, I want to say positive, but positive doesn't even. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. She she just helped me like become a happier person. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because I noticed this after um I got home from first oh, yeah, you told because me. Mm-hmm. I came back after mm-hmm. four months. My parents told me they were like, You you smile more, <laughs> like I don't know, you're like you're a lot happier. And it it's kind of 
looking back on it, I'm kind of like, wait, was I that I know. bad before? But I was, I was a very like, I, I think I was a very unhappy person. I don't know why throughout high school, and I was very like discontent with who I was, even though I like. I wasn't struggling with other issues like in university like mm-hmm. eating but I was just very unhappy mm-hmm. and I think you the part the reason why I moved across the country to Toronto um was so that I could kind of like start over in a way and then I was hoping to like reinvent mm-hmm. myself as stupid as it sounds no that's not stupid but um after I met you it was like even my parents said it themselves, like, I was happier. See, this is why... Which actually made me yeah. really happy, and I knew, wow, Stacy really has a big No, what's so funny is that the exact same thing happened to me. It's, like, the first time I went home to... Really? Yeah, I think I the first time I went home to my mom, I was like, wow, you're so happy. Do you have, like, no work to do or something? <laughs> why do you always seem like you're so free? I was like, no, mom, I have work to do. I'm not... <laughs> I'm still a student, but like definitely, like you mentioned, like, like mm-hmm. I was clearly a much happier person. Like, of course, I think because I met you too, and like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. Going to university for some reason has made me feel so blessed, and like, just makes me feel so fulfilled. I think because of all the good people I've met. And just, like, the group of people I have around me. And it's, like, I don't know. Like, it's so cool and, like, interesting how, like, the difference between, like, just, like, a few weeks going into university versus, like, ultimate, like, depression in high school. Like, literally. But, mm -hmm. I think... I think if I had to use a word to describe, like, my high school experience, it'd be, like, enlightening. Mm. Because I feel like, I I just feel, like, very relieved after I graduated high school. I think I went to university thinking the same thing, too, like, same mindset, like, how basically I wanted to reinvent myself, really. Like, start my life over, if you want to put it that way, or more like a new chapter in life, right? So we'll just wrap it up now with one last question, and it's what are some life models you live by or something that motivates you just to keep going and, like, doing what you're doing or to keep you inspired, like, that kind of thing? I actually, th- I have a, I'm a very big um, cult person. Like, I mm-hmm. really love quotes. I think Stacey I know knows you all too well yes. how much I like saving poetry and just like mm-hmm. little quotes I think one of the main ones do you want to like alternate I'll have a couple I think that I like okay sure I don't know if I can think of one <laughs> but yeah I'll go for it no I'm sure you have some mm-hmm. the biggest ones I really like is you owe it to yourself to do everything that you dreamed of I don't know where mm. it's from but I I think that's like that's probably the top quote I feel like it's self-explanatory yeah, like, basically yeah yeah like, okay. don't don't think too much like what we've been saying don't think yeah. too much about like what others think of you because at the end of the day like when you die yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna 
Yeah. No one's going to notice, like, the insecurities about your body that yeah. you notice so much. Yeah, like, what people really remember is, like, what kind of person you are or you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah how that's you good. Treated them. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about you? I think one of them would be to be appreciative mm-hmm. um, or, like, to be more appreciative. I feel like it's something I've always working to be better at like I feel like I'm not the best at expressing my feelings but I definitely I disagree. <laughs> that's only because it's, I think it's you're for very, you <laughs> you're very articulate with your words at least like oh, really? lately I've noticed the past year you're, you're much more like specific in how you oh really convey your feelings oh wow yeah. thank you well, yeah, I think it like... comes with age Wisdom yeah, comes yeah. with age. Yep, right? yep. That's definitely one factor. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think that's one thing I'm always trying to work towards. And I think it was really brought to my attention again through Amanda, basically. It's just like, wow, this person is so kind and just like such a thankful person. I'm like, wow. I should be more like that. <laughs> Basically. Version. Yeah. Now I'm going to have like a, a time of reflection after this <laughs> podcast. I'm like, am I actually all those things? Yeah, you are. Um, okay, you go then. Because you probably have. I only many. really have like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I off the top of my head, I only have like really like one more that I really want to mm-hmm. share is basically like. Hold on, let me find it. Actually, there's okay. a quote that I really liked. I read the other day. If I can't find it, then I'll just kind of make it up in my head. Oh, mm-hmm. it's not really. It's not really a deep quote. It's just I saw this the other day. It says, "Stop being okay with everything. Mm-hmm. You deserve to be treated right." Mm. Um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm turning 21 next month so I'm honestly really glad to be leaving 20 behind this is just, <laughs> just a, a roller coaster of a year let's just say it, say the least mm-hmm. um, and I feel like this past year not not just this past year but like my life in general I've like of course I work hard I try my best to work hard at everything I do but I feel like I've settled for a lot of things in my life especially Mm -hmm. like my friendships and relationships Mm -hmm. in the past like I would try to be friends with people that did not give the same energy back just mm, honestly treated yeah. me pretty badly I yeah. I'd still want to I still ask them to be my friend because that's the kind of person I am or um like working for like companies that I really don't like but I still stuck <laughs> with it because I didn't think I had any other choice and now I know like don't settle like mm-hmm. pretty much summed up that quote summed up in two words is don't settle because you deserve everything yeah just be a kind person don't mm-hmm. put yourself through like if if give yourself 
the same advice you would give a friend. Exactly. Like, say if Stacy were in a toxic friendship or relationship, Mm -hmm. obviously, I would tell her, like, hey, like, in a nice way, obviously, not like, hey, break up with your boyfriend if she was in a toxic relationship. But, hey, like, I'm worried about you, like, you seem off, or, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think this is serving you the way, from the way you're talking. Yeah. Exactly. Just you owe it to yourself to like treat yeah. yourself with kindness because yeah, you definitely. It. Like just like how you would always want the best for the people you love. Like you know, you should do that. You should make sure it's the same for yourself too. You know. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. agree. Okay, then I guess I have one more too. I actually saw this. Well, this one's on my Instagram page, too, and also from you that you reposted. Really? Oh, by the way, guys, I will link her Instagram below. She has no. a fitness account. Go follow everybody. Um, but, yeah. So, it was, like, Amanda reposted it. I mean, if you want. Amanda reposted <laughs> it, but basically it says, Friendly reminder that doing your best does not mean working yourself to a point of mental breakdown. And I don't know. I really like that because I think it's a really good reminder for myself and also for everyone around me. It's just like, you know, what defines, I feel like what defines doing your best, right? Like it's so, it's so hard to define that, right? Like there's nothing to, yeah, exactly. So I think it's, it was just like, whoa. Like, when I read that, I was like, oh, wow, that's so true. Like, I feel like I needed that, you know? And it's just definitely, especially, I feel like, during COVID times, like, when you're at home all the time, like, I don't know, like, Mm -hmm. personally, it's like, you have nothing else to do but schoolwork, at least personally, like, you know, plus some other things outside of school, but that's pretty much all you're doing like and like at home all the time right like what else can you do and it's just like I think it's very easy to get carried away with like you know overworking yourself or like you know just like oh go 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 like you know I have to be doing my schoolwork from day to night but when I wake up to when I go to sleep yeah yeah that's a that's a really like I feel like Mm -hmm. most people right I would like to think struggled with this struggle Mm -hmm. with this now during covid because i really feel like our generation has a problem with like um what's considered grind culture like you always have to be working if you're not working yeah exactly like i don't know where this idea of being lazy Mm -hmm. is coming from like not if you're not doing what everyone else is doing you're lazy if you're not looking like what everyone else looks like then you're lazy like that just needs to stop because it's yeah, so toxic. I agree. And your best is gonna look different. Like, some what? Like how? How am I like? It's this? just <laughs> your best and your goals are different from everyone else. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, you can't compare yeah. it like that. And just like your best looks different. Yeah, every day. exactly. Like, you're you don't feel the same every day. You're not the same person mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. day. You're growing a little. So, like, you can't expect the exact yeah, same thing. I agree. Wow, that was really well said. Yes, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> to wow. say. But much, in a much better way. 
you you initiated this. <laughs> but you said what I had to say, basically what I was trying to say. I feel like we could have we could have a whole episode if you let me back oh, on about like friendships, Duh. like yeah, friendships and like relationships that actually reciprocate mm-hmm. the same energy because. I know I've mm-hmm. had a lot of yeah. Um, I know you've definitely experience. told me a lot about that as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, with that being said, thank you for joining me in the podcast today, and I hope you guys all thank you for <laughs> of having course. me. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.